When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, Maridistas? Keon Subani here coming at you on a Friday, hitting you with some bonus content. We are in between the Chelsea first leg and the Cadiz game tomorrow. Wanted to release some stuff for you guys. But before we get to that, super important, as I mentioned yesterday, if you're coming to London next week for the game, make sure to come out to the podcast we're doing in London on Wednesday. That's happening uh just before the Champions League games on Wednesday, we're going to hang out, record a podcast, Q&A session. I'm giving away signed stuff from the Real Madrid players. And you get to meet other Maridistas and have a ton of fun with us. We really look forward to seeing you guys. So if you're in London, UK, heck, you're in Europe, anywhere, catch a flight. Come over and meet us. We're not going to do this Europe podcast thing. Really, probably, we're definitely not doing it again this year. And... uh I don't know if we're going to do it again next year either. I think we're kind of done with these podcast tours, but we, we'll do them occasionally. We'll probably do preseason again in you know Vegas, California, wherever Real Madrid go. But if you're in Europe, this might be your last chance for a long time. So make sure to come out. The link to book your spot is in the show notes. Oh, you have to do it today because prices go up uh, tomorrow. So do it on Friday, April 14th. Otherwise, you'll have to pay more if you do it Saturday. That being said... Uh, here is some bonus content heading into the weekend. Clips taken from the world-famous Real Madrid mailbag, which goes out once a week exclusively over on patreon.com slash managingmadrid. The full episode is there. Uh, the questions that are included in today's clip for free are questions like, if Real Madrid wins the Champions League, who are the top three Ballon d'Or nominees? That's question one. Question two is, can Chelsea overcome the 2-0 deficit in the second leg? And question number three, what are the main differences between Fede Valverde and Rodrigo Goish on the right wing? If you want access to the full episode, plus a ton of bonus content, including next week's post-game show from Stanford Bridge, one hour after the game, patreon.com slash managing when you get it live. Uh, you get a Zoom link to join the call live and interact with us virtually face-to-face. So, do that. See you in London. See you on patreon.com slash managing Madrid. Happy weekend and enjoy today's clips.
Let's go. Adar Zalukovic says, if Real Madrid win the Champions League, who do you think will be the top three nominees for the Ballon d'Or? It will depend a lot on, on how Madrid end up winning it. If uh, if it if it comes down to Benzema being as brilliant as he was last season, even though that's quite unlikely, it'll probably be down to Benzema. But right now, I have to assume that Vinicius would be there because he's been uh, in great form in recent weeks compared to what happened last season, where he kind of slowed down a little bit during that last third of the season. But, you know, those two would be the main, uh, Madrid's main candidates. And you have to assume that uh, a member of another club, a player from another club would be included. And right now I have no reason to believe that that player wouldn't be Haaland. Uh, I just assume that Messi is going to be number one on the list because he won the World Cup. And you know every and you know they're gonna hand it to him like oh this is you know he finally won the World yeah. Cup and this, this is yeah. such a great story it, it almost is almost in writing no matter what happens even even if Benzema and Vinicius yeah. score twenty five goals in the Champions League final it I just feel like timeline's not decided. great for that though are they really going to give him that award you know pretty much a year after the World Cup. Without, I mean, they're they're, they're counting with, the World Cup in this particular season for the for the yeah I know the I know door. but I think it's know, already takes, decided. <laughs> I'm not I don't agree with it, but yeah, I think probably, they've already probably. decided it. To, in my opinion, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, I think it would probably be something like Messi, Holland, plus one of Vinny or and Benzema or something like that. Of that, yeah, I, I would assume. Yeah, but there's yeah, still a lot sense. of a lot of time to go, and and we'll see. But if Real Madrid win the champion, that, I mean, literally the question—it's in the question. If Real Madrid win the Champions League, who are the top three? So you at least get one of Vinny or Benzema in there, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is the year Real Madrid beat the award, no matter what happens in the Champions League. Though the fact that the team was so mediocre in La Liga will definitely hurt Madrid's chances. And as you say, Messi will probably win it. Second part of this question is. Uh, Shea says, separately, I wouldn't write Chelsea off yet. They've made the Champions League final thrice, every time after sacking their coach midseason and twice with coaches nobody had ever heard of and nobody would remember, like Avram, Grant, and Di Matteo. I think Lampard is perfect for them. Just boost the morale with the experience he has and just play their talents without much tactical input. The lead is definitely not that huge. So, I mean... As long as Chelsea score a goal in the first 20 minutes, the, the tie is completely open. But I wasn't impressed by by what I saw last night from Chelsea, nor I was impressed by what I what we've all seen from them so far this season. So I wouldn't say that their odds are, are very high at the moment, even though it's only a two-goal lead. And, you know, a two-goal lead, again, could evaporate, evaporate very soon. If uh, Chelsea managed to score a goal in the first 30 minutes or so, so Real Madrid will still need to show up for sure. Don't take this game for granted as they did in the return leg against Liverpool when we all knew it was over, no matter what happened, pretty much. But uh, this time they will have to show up and at least play with composure for the first 70 minutes or so, and then 
try to obviously try to take advantage of the of the opportunities that Chelsea are going to present because of their aggressive or potentially aggressive style of play, given that they need to come back. So Real Madrid, Real Madrid on the counter should probably try to capitalize on a few opportunities, and then it's obvious it would obviously make their job. Uh, way easier but i was impressed by by what i saw from them last night even though they started the game really well and again i wouldn't say that their odds are are very high at the moment i would probably put it in i don't know 75 25 percent uh odds for madrid something like that that's about right to me uh i don't i won't take it for granted and i think it's not done yet but i think realistically speaking just looking at this Chelsea team, first of all, they have to score, and scoring is their biggest problem. So that's one thing. But even if they put it together finally against us and they start scoring, which will leave as a possibility, uh, they have to start Havertz in the next game. I, I don't know how you can survive without not having your best goal scorer. And and if Havertz is your goal score, best goal scorer, that says something. But the the other aspect of this is I just don't think they can defend us. They are mm-hmm. so bad defensively, and they will be open from the first minute. It was a miracle they didn't concede more goals last night. After they got the red card, they completely opened up even more and decided to go for it or just leave no numbers back there. They're going to leave yeah. numbers from the first minute. So as likely as it is that they score early, to 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 make this a game. I think it's also very realistic that we score early too. So it's uh yeah. Uh I it's part of like again, they have to get it together offensively for the first time this season essentially and they have to somehow keep Vinicius and Benzema and uh and whoever else is on the field, but mainly those two. They have to keep those guys yeah. in check in transition, which is is a difficult task. Yeah, man, I, I know we all had praise for, for Enzo because of the World Cup, but that signing was a straight up robbery, man. It was just, wow, that transfer fee. It's just, uh, he didn't look impressive. He hasn't looked impressive since he signed for Chelsea. I don't think it's just uh, a ridiculous transfer fee, in my opinion, given what I saw, even though obviously you have to give him some time to adapt and all that. But wow, that was tough. I give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's a really, really great player. Uh, and I think he's been thrown into this Chelsea team midseason. The whole team is, tr- they have no idea what they're doing. Manager sacked. Last night he was playing in a deeper role. And uh, I just, I would give it more time. But yeah, I think, sure, a, sure. I think it's tough for everyone in that Chelsea team right, right now, to be quite honest with you. We have another question about Chelsea yeah, yeah. coming up that kind of touches on the subject. Yeah. Uh, one more from Adrian Rios. Adrian says, I'd love to hear you guys talk about the tweaks Carlo Ancelotti has done tactically to allow Real Madrid to play with a threatening right wing. The main trick to me has been going for a more attacking version of a right winger instead of playing Valverde there. That's yeah. obvious. We'll We'll get to see that. And then depends on whether or not you're liking what you're seeing from Rodrigo as a starter. I'm not entirely convinced. I think it's a true battle for the 
for the starting spot in that position. And uh, Asensio obviously made a, a big impact of the bench last night. I think Asensio is is scoring in in a more efficient way than than Rodrigo so far this season with with less minutes played. Played, I would say. Rodrigo, on the other hand, is probably more creative and helps the team and the team's flow of the offense more than than Asensio. This is something Ancelotti also acknowledged and said during the post-match press conference. So, you know, as long as Benzema and and Vinicius uh, keep finding ways to to score, I'm fine with... uh, with Rodrigo playing and helping the flow of the offense there, but it's true that when whenever Real Madrid need a goal, Asensio might be the best uh, option for for Madrid. But if we're asked about what changes Ancelotti made to have more uh, of a threat from that spot, it's clearly that it's right now it's been not playing Valverde as a as a right wing, which we were I think we were all pretty much advocating for this to happen much earlier than 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 it did yeah i i think that that's obviously the main and obvious one um without having to go into too much detail is the, the fact that fede is not playing on the right wing and i think rodrigo despite him not scoring consistently just brings so much good to the table in unlocking space mm-hmm. for Benicius and benzema and i and i so i'm not that critical of him not scoring I want him to score, obviously, and I and I think he needs to score, put some chances away. But I think he's done so much good on the field that I'm totally more than okay with him starting. And I also um really happy that Asensio is contributing so much off the bench. Keep it this way, keep it the way it is. Um I think the main difference between Fede and Rodrigo, other than obvious, obvious differences that you know, Rodrigo is a line breaker, he's more attacking oriented. Uh Rodrigo is much more unpredictable offensively as an opponent to deal with. Fede, you kind of know he's going to stay to the right. With Rodrigo, although like last night he was on the right more than he was in previous games, he's all over the place. And so he's dragging defenders constantly with his movement. And he's going down the middle, he's going down the left, he's going down the right. And so that to me is a huge difference between him and Fede. And I think that has helped tremendously offensively for Vinicius and Benzema. So his moves off the ball are are quite possibly the main uh, attribute he has at this point. Than than when he's not scoring, his moves off the ball have been helping, as you say, both Benzema and Vinicius, and he's been great in that in that regard. You know, combining with those two, and also when whenever he doesn't have the ball, he always goes not always but he goes to the to the left and that releases uh Vinicius a little bit more because you know one defender has to take care of of Rodrigo instead of you know three defenders taking care of the Vinicius assignment so he's been very very helpful in that regard yeah Sports Social Podcast Network Hello it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.